Welcome to the DHG podcast series with a focus on life beyond numbers with topics about people, careers and flexibility. And now, here's your host, our Director of Corporate Communications and All Things Fun, Alice Gray Harrison. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of our DHG podcast series and our final installment for Women's History Month. I'm Alice Gray Harrison, your host, and I love this venue because we get to hear from our team members about the things that matter the most to them, flexibility, careers, and people. Today, I have with me Jamie Smith, a partner in our Jacksonville, Florida office. Jamie's been a great advocate, sponsor, and mentor for women at DHG and in our profession. He serves on our Women Forward board. Welcome, Jamie. Thank you. Glad to be here. So, during our final week of Women's History Month, we are turning our focus to men. And you might be asking, why in the world would you do that? It's Women's History Month. And the answer is quite simple, because the advancement of women involves everyone, men and women. We must have two-way dialogue, transparency, and an understanding of unconscious bias to shift corporate culture and shift our understanding in the world around us. Many of our social networks are talking about this with the hashtag, Men Matter. So you might want to check that out to learn more. Jamie really is one of our great champions for women, and that's one reason why we wanted to bring him in today. So let's get started. So Jamie, how did you become involved in our Women Forward program? Well, good question. I um, So I got a call one day from Nikki Sweeney, who um, has been obviously instru- instrumental in, in uh, leading our, our Women Forward initiative, and she had mentioned that uh, they were looking to add another male to the, the board, and that my name kept coming up as somebody who would be a good advocate and just somebody that could support it across the board and be able to articulate and educate, you know, our firm and our peer group with regards to the, you know, the needs that the Women Forward initiative were bringing up. Great. So you say this, why is diversity important to you? Well, I think, you know, as we continue to grow in our marketplace and continue to, you know, experience new and diverse cultures within our businesses and and also within our workforce, I think it's extremely important that we certainly embrace it. Um, and if you look at the, the data, and this is something that I've been privy to with regards to being on a Women Forward board, but if you look at the data, you uh, there are many studies out currently right now about organizations that seem to do very, very well in terms of performance when they have a diverse workforce. And so, you know, really from a, from an economic standpoint and from a growth standpoint and from being relevant in the marketplace, uh, not only from recruiting, but also in growing our business, I think that, you know, it, it's this is an important issue that we should embrace, that we should, you know, really identify blind spots where we have uh, in our own organization so that we can be, you know, a high-performing firm and uh, a firm that is relevant in today's marketplace. Right. So, I mean, it really does speak to not only our talent strategy, but also our performance strategy. And I would assume that as a father, have an opportunity for women is important to you as well. Definitely, definitely. I have a, I have a young daughter who is my youngest, and she's a high performer in, in school, and I, and I want her to have uh, the, the best opportunities that my boys have. And so I think as I'm able to, to see some of the challenges that we have in our organization and also in our clients' organizations, it, it's definitely helped me to widen my gaze, if you will, in terms of, of knowing the challenges and, and helping my daughter along and, and also helping our staff along as well. So it's just 
just yeah. had a tremendous opportunity. Yeah. So my next question, last year I had the privilege and honor of attending NAVA's national conference. And I looked around and for the first time in my life, I was the only white person in the room, which was kind of weird. I've never experienced that before. And I understand that you had a similar experience when you attended a women's leadership summit and you were the only male in the room. Can you tell us about that experience? <laughs> it was a great experience. It was it was very awkward and intimidating, but you know, I really, really enjoyed it. I of course had uh, Liz Murphy with me, and you know, so she was my <laughs> she was my buddy throughout the whole time, but and my support, if you will. But um, <laughs> but it was great. I mean, I really, really enjoyed uh, you know experiencing that because, I, and I, and I've had this conversation with several several women since then, and the. Universally, the response that I get was, "Well, now you don't have feels because <laughs> this is a real issue where you know women are often placed in uh, you know male-dominated surroundings, and it's intimidating. And it yeah. it was very very good for for me to kind of experience that, and also it was very encouraging because you know when you, when you have that type of event where uh, obviously female-dominated the women, the participants were very confident and you could tell they were ambitious and growing their careers. And I think that's something that, that women struggle with. You know, if you, you do all the studies and, and you go to conferences like this, you hear that often where, you know, women typically have, you know, struggle with, you know, kind of tooting their horn or being aggressive in the workforce or being ambitious because of just, you know, social norms that, that we've created over time where, you know, maybe a, an aggressive woman uh, or an ambitious woman is viewed as bossy or something like that. And so that's the type of thing that I enjoy getting out of this, which is to really understand the blind spots that we have and, and sort of the, what we call automatic thinking. And when you have uh, certainly a male-dominated uh, industry that we have, there's just going to be some of that. And so if we can identify those items and understand and have empathy, we're you know, a lot of our women are experiencing that sort of intimidation or awkwardness in those settings, then I think we can move the needle on on finding ways to uh, break those down and, and making our workforce a much more conducive workplace to, to help our folks grow. Yeah, totally. So I think it, if everyone could experience that um, feeling, I think it would make... Um, it make us all be a little more empathetic, I think, and understanding of diversity. So, of course, right, of course, having diverse teams is the right thing to do. And you spoke a little bit earlier um, about it, you know, helping us with our performance. Can you talk a little bit more about how it's a business imperative in today's world? Yeah, um, I guess again, pointing back to, to the studies that have that have been, uh, you know, coming out more and more the last couple of years where, you know, a, a diverse workforce is more creative, is more efficient, it's more effective. And I think what what it boils down to is if if you have an environment where you can, you know, sort of bust down the walls uh, where people are, are hesitant uh, or intimidated or uh, where they're, they're just not, you know, released to sort of really, you know, you know, be who they are and, and be creative and be, uh, you know, just uh, aggressive or, or whatever. I think what you'll get is is really, you know, a safe environment where people flourish. And I think that's that's borne out in terms of these studies with regards to diverse 
organizations. And I, I kind of go back to the, I know many of us have done the Crucial Conversations yes. um, study, and, and one thing that they talk about in terms of uh, bringing, uh, you know, or, or at least allowing uh, an environment for great dialogue is making it safe. And so when you make mm-hmm. the conversation safe and take the emotions out of it and, and the intimidation out of it, I think that real dialogue can uh, flourish. And, and where, where we can sort of break down those walls where we're having you know, issues in our diversity, I think that that is, that's going to be the natural result of that. Absolutely. So what advice would you give a peer who wants to take a more active role in women's advocacy? Well, I would say uh, go for it. I mean, I think, you know, really, uh, uh, I'm, I talk it up quite a bit with, uh, you know, a number of our male partners. You know, we have good participation around the firm from our female partners and, and also our, our female, you know, senior managers and managers. But I think it really, for us to really make a move in terms of creating real advocacy and real uh, change in this area, I think we've got to get, you know, the majority of our male partners on board and involved somehow. And, and so I would say, you know, to to my peers out there who, you know, who want to get involved, it's there. there's so many things that you can do on the office level, on the regional level. Uh, with regards to supporting uh, the the Women Forward events that we have, mm-hmm. um, and then really just uh, being an advocate. And you know, if you have questions, certainly love to have that conversation one on one as well. So you know, certainly available to to continue to advocate for Women Forward and also uh, our overall diversity initiative. That's terrific. And as a woman here at DHG, I've, I'm grateful for the work that you're doing to help make us a better firm and progress forward. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. Absolutely. And thank you for taking time out of your schedule to be with us today. Certainly. Thank you all for listening to Life at DHG, our premier podcast series. If you like what you just heard, we hope you'll tell your friends and colleagues. Be sure to check out the DHG blog for more great stories about our life beyond numbers. Join us next time for another edition of Life at DHG. Life at DHG.